Hello, club members. We are on our third episode. I am Brooke, and I'm so excited that this podcast has started and we've gotten such good feedback. Very thankful for all the people that are listening. Did not expect so many people to listen. Junie showed me, we have a way of looking at our our stats and like our analytics when it comes to like who's listening to the podcast and everything. And apparently we already have like six or seven countries listening, which I did not expect. Kind of threw me for a loop and also made me very nervous. So thank you to everyone listening. And for the people listening outside of the United States, hi, I did not expect you. Very happy you're here. For the people living inside the United States, also hi, did not expect you. Very happy you're here. (laughs) But this week, I'm going to record an episode about my fandom experience in Disneyland. This past Saturday, I went to Disneyland with my friend Alex. Alex, me, and Junie all went to camp together in October, and it... That was when we first realized whenever we're together, we don't have a normal experience when it comes to trips. And so Alex and I, it was Alex's birthday, and we went to Disneyland this past Saturday. And again, our experience there was not normal in any means. I remember at one point I was walking around. For those that don't know, I think I talked about this in my intro episode, but I love Star Wars and Marvel. I had never been to Avengers Campus, so I was not fully prepared for what it was going to be like. Um, And at one point, I was walking around just like in a daze. Like, I was like, what is happening? What is happening? But as I thought about that on my way home from California, I was thinking about like how much it means to people who are in certain fandoms to experience, you know, the world um, that they grew up loving, you know, like Avengers Campus and Galaxy's Edge and... Um, Harry Potter world and all of that stuff like how much it means to us and got a little emotional about it and so I was like I want to make a podcast episode so I texted Junie as soon as I got home I was like please can I do this and they were like absolutely so this is what this episode is going to be about I'm so excited to all our listeners I hope you enjoy my random stories that I'm about to tell I'm just very excited (laughs) to talk about this so hi I'm Brooke. Welcome to the club. This is our third episode. Get ready. So, um, to start this episode off, I'm going to talk about our experience in Galaxy's Edge first. Um, Because less things happened in Galaxy's Edge that were, you know, kind of out of normal than, um, than Avengers Campus. Avengers Campus was wild, um, but there were some things that happened in Star Wars in Galaxy's Edge that I'm very excited to talk about. Um, so Alex isn't very big on Star Wars, um, but she appreciates it a lot. So I'm very happy. Um, shout out to Alex for being the coolest person on the planet um, and experiencing these things with me. Um, so we went to Galaxy's Edge and the. We went to rope drop at Disneyland, which if you don't know what that means, it's like you're getting up at the crack of dawn, getting to the park an hour before it opens, waiting at the gates, and then the gates open 30 minutes before the park actually opens, and you basically, like, try to beat people to the rope that is by the castle that lets you into the actual, like, where the rides are. Um, So, yeah, we were, like, we only had one day. 
Um, and we did both parks in one day. My legs are still very sore. Apparently we walked 16.5 miles. Um, I am exhausted, but it was a great time. Um, so at Rope Drop, the plan was we were going to go try to do Rise of the Resistance, which for those that don't know, is like one of the most popular rides in Disneyland. Um, and it is obviously a Star Wars ride. Very immersive. My favorite ride on the planet. Um, but we didn't, you couldn't do Genie Plus, um, for Rise of the Resistance without paying, um, extra for it. So we already had Genie Plus, which is like a way to get into ride lines and like skip the big lines. Um, but you couldn't do that for Rise of the Resistance without paying extra on top of what you've already paid for Genie Plus. So we were like... <laughs> we were going to Rise of Resistance and we turned the wrong way. So we didn't even go the right way to get there. But when we get there, literally the park has been open um, for maybe five minutes. And the line is all the way, for this ride, is all the way through Galaxy's Edge. Um, I don't think we even ever saw the end of the line before we just like paid to get a, um, a Genie plus pass for Rise of the Resistance because the line was so long. Um, so the, they let resort, like people that stay at Disneyland Resort in early, and I think every single person just went and got in line for that ride. It was crazy. It was insane. So after about walking like two minutes and noticing the line just never ended, we bought a, a Genie Plus thing for later that morning um, and ended up going to the Millennium Falcon ride which is where you drive the Millennium Falcon, which is the ship of um, Han Solo and Chewie. <laughs> For the people that don't know about Star Wars that are listening to this, they're probably like, Brooke, what? What are these words? What are you talking about? But anyway, so we went and drove the Millennium Falcon. And for the first time ever, um, I've rode this ride before, but Alex and I got chose to be the pilots. Um, and if you ride this ride, it's not like it's just a simulator. Like, you actually are moving the ride. It's like a video game, but you're flying the Millennium Falcon. Um, and so we did really well. This is the first time we caught all three of the things we were supposed to. But I was so excited that we caught all three things. We were in this, um, the Millennium Falcon with this family. We were having a great time. They were really cool. Um... And I was not paying attention because we had, like, got everything. And I literally flew the Millennium Falcon into a mountain. And it, like, shook the whole ride. And everyone just started laughing. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I literally didn't even see the mountain in front of the... I forgot I was steering. Because normally you don't steer rides. They just do things. Um, so that was really fun. But... When we walked out of the Millennium Falcon ride, two stormtroopers were just standing in front of the exit meeting all these people. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was freaking out. Um, and Alex and I went over there to like talk to them and get a picture. And they were talking to all these people. This one lady, I promise you, blackout drunk at eight something in the morning. Like she was getting all up in their face. And I was like, I'm so confused. And Alex was like, they, she is drunk very much so. Um, but, so they were talking to all these people, and, like, one of the stormtroopers walked away, and I kind of thought we weren't going to get a picture. And then the next thing I know, this stormtrooper gets up and, like, not even just walks up to us, like, gets in our face. Like, it's towering over me and Alex, and is like, are you colluding with the resistance? 
and I like it didn't register what was happening because it happened so fast. Um, Alex has no idea what they're saying, and so Alex is like, uh, uh, and I was like, what? And he was like, are you colluding with the resistance? And I was like, no, 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 no. Um, but so we talked to the stormtrooper for a little bit. He took selfies with us. And I was like, what the heck just happened? It was insane. Then we ate breakfast in Star Wars World. It probably was my favorite trip um, to Star Wars World, Galaxy's Edge, whatever. Y'all know what I meant. Um, it's probably my favorite trip to Galaxy's Edge because many times when I go, you don't get to like just chill there. I've been there twice, um, to the one in Florida and there's so many people there always that like you can't, you don't have time to just like chill and relax. And it was cool to just be like sitting and eating breakfast. Like we were eating, um, these wraps and I looked up and like Chewie and Ray were just like chilling out, just walking around, which I had not experienced before. I didn't experience, I've never experienced characters just walking around just like they live there and it was really fun. Um, and then we were Rise of the Resistance and we came off and we came off the ride and the Mandalorian was standing there with Grogu and I flipped out. Alex was like, Brooke, look. And I looked over and there was the Mandalorian and I thought I was going to cry. Like, I was so excited. Um, we didn't get a picture with him um, because very much Mandalorian-esque. You weren't allowed to walk up and get a picture. It was very... He comes and chooses who he wants to take a picture with, and then he walks away, and he just keeps walking. And then, and I think it's one of those things where, like, if a, if a crowd is, there was a crowd kind of forming, and so he kind of needed to walk and, you know. Um, but that was really fun. Star, World, Star Wars was incredible. Um, but now I'm going to talk about Avengers Campus because it is, I don't think it, I can articulate how wild this experience was. Um but yeah, so, on to Avengers. <laughs> Avengers Campus is wild. Like, I did not expect, I don't know what I expected going to Avengers Campus, but it was not what happened. I it definitely was not prepared. So, um... Originally, I thought, like, obviously, I know you met characters in Avengers Campus, but I didn't know they're just always around. Like, at all times. I don't think I walked into Avengers Campus and at any point did not see a character just, like, chilling. Um, so the first thing that, and this is a very embarrassing story for me to say. So, you're welcome. I hope you'll laugh. <laughs> Uh, so we walk into Avengers Campus. We had um, fast passes for the Spider-Man ride. And as we're walking in, um, the Spider-Man show was happening. It was only like four minutes long. And it was the last one of the day. So we were waiting to watch it. Um, and if you... Some people have, have probably seen this on TikTok. But it's um, the show where Spider-Man kind of flies into the air on top of a building. And like lands and all sorts of stuff. And so we were waiting, and, like, I didn't know where he was coming out from. And he <laughs> he is standing on top of the building, and Alex points him out and is like, Brooke, there's Spider-Man. And without thinking, because I am such a, a fangirl, I love Spider-Man. He's, like, my favorite Avenger. I've loved Spider-Man before he was even in the MCU. Um, 
I just couldn't function like a normal human. So <laughs> she, <laughs> Alex said, Brooke, there's Spider-Man. And without thinking, I gasped. So I went, <gasps> and then I went, oh, hi. Like he could hear me. He's on top of a building and I'm like in a crowd and it was the funniest because then I immediately went, why did I say hi? Like he can hear me. What, what is happening? And we just both start laughing. Um, but it was a great show. So we go and ride Spider-Man ride. It is an incredible ride, but it is a workout because you basically are, you know, you get to shoot webs and like pull things and it's so fun. Um, but I, my arms were in a lot of pain walking off that ride but we walk off the ride and since we had planned on going to Disney the only thing I wanted to do like I want to do a lot of things but the main thing was meet Loki because there's nowhere else I would have been able to do that and I didn't know how we were gonna meet him um, we had looked it up online and they said he just walks around like it's just kind of look of the being there when he's out type of situation and I didn't have high hopes because I didn't want to be disappointed. And I, we walk out of the ride and I turn my head and Loki's just standing there with a group of people. And again, for some reason, my brain just malfunctions and I just jump and stop dead in my tracks, scare Alex. And I go, no freaking way. And just start running. <laughs> like... Like, I'm not a 28-year-old. I'm legit. I turned into, like, a 10-year-old and just started running. Um, and so I run to get in line to see Loki and turn. And I legit sprinted past Captain America. Like, there is, like, a whole line of people to meet Captain America. And I legit didn't care. Like, just walked right past him. Had no... Did not care at all. <laughs> um... So, I was really excited um, to meet Loki. And so the way that the Avengers Campus is, like, there's a place where Doctor Strange does a magic show, and that was about to start. Um, and so we were in line, and then Loki had to leave. Um, and he walked down the line and said, I'll be back later. Um, so we decided just to wait there um, to meet him. And so we were waiting in this spot. We were sitting on this bench the Doctor Strange show was happening. We, were, we weren't really watching it, but we were just kind of listening to it from the side. And I had stood up to look around to see if Loki was coming back out. Y'all, I was dedicated. I love Loki. I've loved him for so long. He is one of my favorite characters. Um, I am a sucker for the anti-hero characters, the gray characters that, you know, kind of go back and forth and have redemption arcs like they're my favorite um and I've loved him since the beginning and so I was very excited to meet him and I was going to make it happen um and so I had stood up and looked around to see if he was coming out and I turn around and Thor is just standing behind me talking to someone and I was like what the heck and I went well there's Thor and then Alex also didn't see him like she was like looking around behind us she was like, where and I was like literally standing behind me and so we got in line to meet Thor and we were like next in line um and the worker that was with Thor was like hey can I cut in front of y'all I need to ask him a question um 
and her name was Shelby. Shout out to Shelby that works at Avengers Campus in California Adventure. Her favorite character is Belle. She was incredible. I loved her. She was so funny. Um, we gave her a cast compliment. She literally made our night. Um, <laughs> she was great. Um, so I was talking, we were talking to Shelby and she was going to talk to Thor and then we were, you know, going to take a picture with him. So Shelby goes up to talk to Thor and he goes, all right guys, see you later. And just walks off. <laughs> and we were all very confused. And Shelby was like, well, I'm, I'm going to go see what he's doing and then I'll be back. Everyone just wait here. So the whole line waited. She came back. Um, and he had... Thor had to go do something, and so Shelby was like, he'll be around later today, we're gonna need to, like, break up the line, or whatever, and then Shelby pulls me and Alex, um, close to her, she goes, since y'all were really nice to me, I want y'all to follow me, um, I'm gonna show you where Thor is gonna be, and so, basically, Alex and I were being escorted through Avengers Campus to meet Thor, which was wild, um, I was like, what is going on? And so we, like, went to go stand where Shelby told us to stand. Um, I felt a little awkward because we were just standing in the middle of the road. Like, well, not the road. Like, there's not cars. But, like, a walk walking area. We were just kind of, like, chilling and standing there. And so um, we... <laughs> We were standing there. Shelby's like, I'm going to go get him. She walks around the corner. He is gone. He has vanished. Shelby comes back and is like, I don't know where he went. He was just right there. He was telling me where he's going. Like, I wanted to, I don't know if she told him that she was going to bring us to him because she had told us we were so nice. Um, and then the next thing we know, we turn and look at Avenger, like the Avengers Campus building. And Thor is standing on top of the building and is just waving at us. And we were like, uh, okay. <laughs> and she said, well, I guess he's up there. And we talked to Shelby for a little bit. She gave us a lot of advice about how to meet Avengers characters on Avengers Campus, um, which was very nice of her. And I asked her, I was like, do you know when Loki's going to be out? Like, I, we want to meet Thor, but I need to meet Loki. Um, and she kind of gave me the same, like, uh, characters are always walking around is what she said so if you ever go to Avengers Campus know that there's always going to be a character walking around I think I saw Shang-Chi probably five times on top of the building talking to people walking around like was just everywhere um and so she said he would just be around all night and so we were like okay we talked to Shelby for a little bit she was very very nice um and so we had a um did we go do I think we went and rode yeah so we had a fast pass for the uh, not the Avengers the Guardians of the Galaxy ride um but we had like 45 minutes before then so we left Avengers Campus and went and rode the Ferris Wheel of Terror is what I call it um because the gondola swings and you swing in the air it's terrifying um I recommend riding it at least once and then you can decide after that if you want to ride it again but so we rode the Ferris wheel and then we came back and we kind of like overlapped our fast pass times. So we were kind of booking it to the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, um, which was an incredible ride. And then we had to turn around and book it back 
to um, Toy Story, the Toy Story ride, which was on where the Ferris wheel was. Um, and so we were walking off the ride, and Alice goes, Brooke! And I, she starts turning me, and I'm like, what is going on? Not even looking where she's turning me. And she turned me, and Loki is standing there talking to people. And I, like, am panicking. My heart is beating so fast. And before I continue, uh, for, the, for our listeners, I would like to let you know, I do understand that this is a character and an actor playing a character. Like, I do understand that. But it is still very exciting for me. Um, and so we walk over there. Um, we were risking, you know maybe being late to our fast pass time and I we were talking he was meeting with a little kid and we were supposed to be next and then he started walking away um and so I was like thinking like oh this is gonna be the third time today that we're in Avengers campus and a character had to walk away and it's not on like it obviously was not intentional like it's for safety reasons and reasons you got to move around the park so crowds don't form and so I was like, well, this is about to happen again. It's fine. And then the next thing I know, Loki backtracks, looks at me and Alex and leans in and motions to us to walk with him. And he goes, walk with me. And we were like, what? And so we were like, okay, like, what are you going to do? Say no? And so Loki proceeded to take me and Alex on a nighttime walk around Avengers Campus where he talked to us about our day and we got to tell him like we try to meet you earlier and Thor earlier but he kind of the schedule's kind of mixed up every time y'all had to go do things and he obviously was like yeah Thor's a little selfish but I'm a bit of an introvert like I really don't like talking to people which were Alex and I are both introverts and we get to talk to him about being an introvert literally just felt like I was chilling with Loki just having a nighttime conversation and the next thing I know, he goes, so are we going to take a picture or something? Because I forgot we were doing that, honestly. And I was like, oh, yeah. And so we went to take a picture, and he looked at me, and he goes, would you like to hold my arm? And I lost my train of thought. I went, uh, yeah. But, like, in my brain, I was freaking out. Um, literally the kindest. I'm very thankful for actors that get into their characters at Disneyland. Um, I know all of them do, but you know there's some that, that know they're special and know that like they're making people's moments special. And I'm very thankful for them. Um, so we took a picture. It's a beautiful picture. I'm, it's great. <laughs> um, and then Alex took a picture with him and we walked off and Alex and I were freaking out. Like I was like, what just happened? Um, and that was our experience in in Avengers Campus, we got to go on a little nighttime walk with Loki. Um, we Thor was like randomly standing behind me. We saw all sorts of characters. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm getting married to Loki now. So if y'all would like a save the date, they are coming soon. Um, <laughs> but it was just very, very fun. Um, so, and I think... Now that I've talked about both experiences, I really want to talk about, you know, what it means to us fans to be in places that we, you know, had grown up watching. Um, so I, 
I, so I'm filming this in segments and I don't know a good transition, so I'm just going to keep going. Um, and then, you know, we'll just see where it goes. But like, I, for people that aren't um, very into fandoms, I don't know if they understand the meaning of meeting something that you grew up with, um, even if it isn't like the real people. Um, I genuinely felt like I had like healed my inner child at some, in some way, just like meeting Loki and talking to Loki and being in Star Wars and Galaxy's Edge and meeting all of these people, um, and making the place so immersive to where characters are walking around and it feels like they actually live there and it's not like they're in scheduled times, like, like normally... In Disney World and Disneyland, like, you know when characters have scheduled times and you know where to be. Um, but in Galaxy's Edge and Avengers Campus, they were just out. And you just, it was luck of the being there when your favorite character was out. Um, and I'm very thankful for, and I said this before, for the actors that know how much that means to people that are in these fandoms. Um, it was so fun. I felt like... Um, it felt like I was able to breathe and like, I, it seems kind of sounds dramatic. Honestly, I know I'm a very dramatic human, but being somewhere in a place that you've loved for so long and just being able to talk to characters and people, um, talking with you and, and you know, the people around you are also in this fandom and you're all just kind of in this camaraderie of, I love being here. I feel very relaxed and I'm just with friends, even though we don't know each other. Felt very, um, calming. Um, my legs were in so much pain. I was very tired, but all I could think about was how thankful I was for the world that had been created. Um, <laughs> we walked by, um, they had a, a plaque up for Stan Lee, who, for those that don't know, created, um, the Marvel comics and all of the characters. Um, he passed away a couple years ago and they had a plaque up for him. Um, I took a picture and I know the, the quote, I was reading it and Alex started crying and I was crying because I don't know if Stanley knows or knew how much of an impact his world that he created was going to have on so many people. Um, and the, the quote that was on his plaque was that person who helps others simply because it should or must be done. And because it is the right thing to do is indeed without a doubt, a real superhero. Um, and I, with that quote, I owe it a lot to Stan Lee and to this Marvel universe of, and even galaxy's edge and star Wars, like growing up and knowing that like you don't, you can be a superhero without having powers is just kindness and it's just treating people how they should be treated um and doing going out of your way to be kind to others and I'm very thankful for a fandom in a world that taught me that and I'm very thankful for all of the people a part of the fandom and a part of these things that know how much that means um and I genuinely and I don't know if this is true and I if any California Avenger Avengers actors happen to come across this podcast I don't know if this is true for them or not but for the actors that were there it felt very like they understood how much of a meaning this world has created for so many people 
Um, and I'm very thankful to Stan Lee and to all of the characters and actors and, you know, all of the Hollywood Chris's and Tom Holland and Tom Hiddleston and all of the actors that have brought these stories to life. Um, and all of the actors at California Adventure and the workers that know how much this means to people. Um, and continues to help create superheroes every day just by showing kindness. Um, and it meant a lot to me um, that this world was so... Oh, I'm getting emotional. Oh, MG. Um, that this world was created. And I think for me, I had a very... Well, not very... I've, I don't know how to say this. I, I knew what I was saying and it left my head. I had a very like easy childhood very privileged I know I was very privileged I had great parents um but some people did not um and thinking about if those people got to go there and if they have that opportunity if they're Marvel fans to go experience Avengers Campus or Galaxy's Edge and have this moment of these are the characters I grew up with when maybe I was in a dark moment and being able to meet them and being able to have actors that know how much that's going to mean to people was very emotional to me and it, I wasn't processing it then when we were there um but I you know on my way home was like very emotional about this um so I very I would love to go back if anybody would like to go with me to Avengers Campus I would love to go um it's great you know I will probably stay there all day I will probably just sit there and talk to characters all day um, so yeah, very thankful for the fandoms and, and the people that created all of these worlds. Um, it means so much to so many people and I'm, I hope, I hope they know that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't mean to get so emotional. I'm very emotional. Oh, MG. Oh, deep breaths, bro. Deep breaths. Um, so now we're wrap, we're winding up. Our, our third episode and so I'm going to um, answer one of our questions from our listeners um, I almost said fans definitely not what I meant um, from our listeners I think I was gonna say fans because I was talking about Avengers fandoms it gets so confusing when I'm intertwining things anyway one of our listeners um, if you would like to like give us a question tell us things you would want us to talk about um we have a link in our social media bios um our social media is at fandom brains on twitter and instagram if you go to the link in our bio um there is a google form you can fill out that you can give us questions things you want to talk about tell us the fandoms that you're in um we are trying to do a link tree i think that should be up this week hopefully um where you know you can click the link tree and our spotify will be there our apple podcast will be there and then also this google form will be there um but yes that will all be in the bio so the question this week comes from leo um the question is what do fandoms do for people who have no family or bonds um and i think i i looked up this question before i i started this episode because like because i knew like this was going to kind of be connected to what I was talking about. Um, so as I was saying before, I think for the people that don't have a strong family connection or strong bonds, when it comes to fandoms, whether it be 
K-pop or Star Wars or Marvel or Harry Potter, I think you're creating a family with uh, that you're not physically related to, but you have something in common. And building that community means you're forming these bonds and forming these um, these relationships with people that you may have not had if you did not have the fandom. Um, I know for me and Junie, um, we are a part of the mindset community um, on Discord. So for those that don't know what mindset is, most of you, a lot of people probably do that are listening. Um, but if you don't, mindset is an app um, created by the Nom brothers, Eric Nom, Eddie Nom, and Brian Nom. That is a mental health app to help self-care. You have K-pop idols and actors and all sorts of people talking about their mental health journeys. Um, and so Brian created this Discord where we have this community of 50,000 people where we just chill with each other, basically love on each other. We make jokes all the time. And I, since being in this community, I feel I've made so many new friends and so many strong connections with connections with people that I haven't, you know, met in person. Not all of them. I've met a few in person, AKA Junie, Alex, um, Tiffy, all these people. Um, I have such these strong, have such strong bonds with people that I would have never had if I wasn't a part of like the nomination fandom or would have never been into mindset or anything like that. So I think like having these, there's a good side of these fandoms where it creates a family and it creates a community for people that may have not had that before. Um, and so I think it means a lot to people. I know it does for me. It may not mean a lot to everyone, but I know it does for me creating these bonds and relationships with people that I would have never had a connection to before. Um, so thank you, Leo, for your question. Um, and, oh, I have to do the goat. Oh, I almost forgot. Okay, so this week um, or every week we do our goat and then something that did not float. Um, for us, goat means greatest of all time. And then obviously this is the did not float something that's bad. So it's kind of like our high and low of the week. Um, but we wanted to make it unique. So here we are. Um, so my goat of the week was definitely meeting Loki um, and him being so kind um and taking me and Alex on a stroll through Avengers campus it was very great that was my go to the week um but my did not float of the week was I forgot on my way to the airport to go to California that the heat in my car went out um so I got back from California and got in my car the heat was not working and the air was not working. So it's just out completely. And then the plug for my um, phone, like it charges, but it won't play my music from Spotify anymore on my radio, which I don't know why. So my car is just falling apart. I also have a headlight out. It's great. I'm living the life. Um, so that is my did not float. My car sucks and I need a new one, but you need money to get a new car. So <laughs> that is where I am in life. <laughs> Um, and then my song recommendation this week, I was just listening to it. So I really love, um, like independent artists and, and you maybe smaller artists, not like, I mean, I love Ariana Grande and Billie Eilish and all these people, but I really love discovering new music and, and people, um, which 
That's why I love TikTok so much. Um, so the song I'm going to recommend today is called First Time Around um, by Sophia James. She is becoming one of my favorite artists. She's various, She's kind of a small artist, but every song she puts out, I fall in love with it. it this song, I think, just came out, like, yesterday. Um, it's a great song. I love, forewarning, if you go listen to the music that we recommend, I, um, I love sad music. Um, so, I'm sorry. <laughs> so this song's kind of sad, maybe, um, but it is a very good song. So... It, um, she nicknamed it the Thomas Edison song. So I hope you all go listen and enjoy. Um, and I think that is all for this episode. Thank you all for listening today. Um, can't wait to continue this journey. Oh, before I go, remember to go rate our podcast on Spotify um, and on Apple Podcasts. We really love the ratings. There are questions that you can answer for each episode to tell us what your favorite part was. Um, we enjoy reading those. Um, please go rate us, follow us on all of the things, social media, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, so that you know when new episodes drop. Um, thank you so much for listening. We love that you are here and welcome to the club. See you next time. Or not see ya. Listen, talk. I don't know. Bye. Next time. <laughs>